This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hello and welcome in to Metalhead Journey's bonus episode. I'm your host, Rob. I'm a blindsided Otterbox. He was had no idea this was coming. And one of these days he'll learn to stop doing this to me because there's there's been more than one. He's like, oh, this is going to be a great episode. And I'm like, yeah, I can't fucking talk on this. Not we'll say this is another one of those. This is definitely not one of those. This is one that you <laughs> will have plenty to say on. Uh, there was basically some, there was an article that came out through Loudwire and they were basically talking about people's concert experiences and just listening and reading through the trend and like some of like the, the lists that people had. Just looking at people's lists and choices was pretty fun because it was kind of fun to see like people name bands and be like that band, that band's great. And be like nope, nope, not live. They're not. And be like this band was surprisingly good. And it's like I've seen that band like six times, and every single time they were shit. So they got the list. We're running through it. Okay, sure. All right. First concert you'd ever gone to? Like ever gone to? Yeah, let's just go with ever. Um, it um, it was uh. Actually, I believe it was Tim Ripper Owens' Judas Priest cover band at a county fair in like the mid. <sighs> Shit, when when was when was he in Priest? I don't know. I re- I remember being very young. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't really remember. Well, the the first concert I remember well is the. No strings attached tour for NSYNC. That would have been 2000, Cleveland Brown Stadium. I worked that for a church youth group thing. Um, but I was the dude in the stands walking up and down the fucking stairs with the Pepsis, slinging those. <laughs> and then they're just like, oh, as a reward, we're going to shut down the concession stand. You can all go watch NSYNC. And I was like, eh, whatever. Um, Free show. But because I actually volunteered to do that, uh, my dad bought me tickets to OzFest 2001, which was like the first concert that I wanted to go to. Mm. So, take that for what you will. Because my first concert was actually, I had never really gone to concerts. So, my first one was actually a dubstep show back in like 2013, 14, something like that. I don't like Rob. Uh, two Robs, and it was Excision, <clears throat> and probably midway through the show, by people just essentially, I guess moshing if you count. That's what they do at dubstep shows. I had gotten shoved from the very front. I was up in the front because we were one of the first ones in the door, and I had gotten shoved all the way to the back, and I had gone around to the corner, and was just sitting there jamming out over there, and. Loved it. Still absolutely loved it, but yeah. Uh, dubstep shows are different and weird. There's people with glowy gloves and doing all sorts oh, yeah. of cra- crazy stuff. Raves are a good time. Yeah, crazy-ass dressed people. Uh, and you don't need to be on drugs to enjoy them. Nah. Chicks barely wearing anything except for like those headdresses that have the really Dude, long like, ears I will say, their like, hands. That's one that I don't get. Like, Dude's like, there's, there's no chicks at metal shows. Yeah, like chicks typically don't like metal. If you want to go to a show to try to pick up a girl... <clears throat> 
go to a fucking rave. Yeah, because they're everywhere, and they will literally grind and dance on yeah. anyone. They don't give two shits because they're at a rave. I don't get it. But Last, you have all the metal elitists. I, I won't go to that. And clearly, you don't want to go to a show that has females. Yeah. Um, last concert. The one we both went to. Right? No. No, I saw, uh, Janae and I went and saw The Lonely Ones on Friday. Oh. So. Yeah. Mine was uh, Boundaries. Boundaries at the Foundry. Yeah. Uh, it was a very last second. Um, last second is an impromptu decision. Yeah. Bonnie Wright and Bruce Hornsby. I was 10, decent, but not my first concert choice. Made up for it at Vans Warped Tour. Didn't go again until I was 29. Fear Factory. Hmm. All right. I'm finally seeing Fear Factory in February, and I <clears throat> don't know how I feel about it, because at this point, I'm like, fuck Dino, but I never got a chance to see Fear Factory live. Nice. All right, so yeah, that was my last one. Boundaries and... Um, foreign Hands. Foreign Hands, Six, Six Deep. And Walking Wounded. And Walking Wounded. All of which did a very, very nice Those job. Are really good show. Did That's I send you the thing about Six Deep playing like, just down the road? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good hardcore, very good hardcore show. I thought I did. Said not the same? Yeah. 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 No, uh, yeah, Janae and I went, uh, saw The Lonely Ones, which is like Boba Flex, but without one of the McCoy brothers, because I guess Sean got out of music a couple years ago, and uh, Matt was just like, I can't continue on under that name, so they just renamed to The Lonely Ones. There were six openers. Fuck me if I can remember a single name. They were all over the place, style and genre-wise. Yeah. So it, it was rough going to get to the Lonely Ones. They were supposed to go on at 11. They didn't go on until 12.15. Um, I think Janae and I both stayed for like four songs, so we were just like, yeah, I'm ready to fucking go home. So not the best show to close the year out on. I think we got Care Bear in here kind of playing along with us. Okay, so next up is Worst Concert. I'll let Bill think on it. Mine would probably, it's either it's either the 18 Visions show that I went to, because literally 18 Visions was the only thing I really gave a shit about in that show. I didn't really care for CD Space Cowboy or Risk Meets Razor or Chamber, which sneak peek into the end of the year stuff. Chamber, way the fuck better on an album than they were live. But didn't really care for any of those. It was either that or it was the Static X show. Because Raven Black sucked ass. Wednesday 13, didn't really care for. Dope was fun. Devil Driver's performance was lackluster. And Static X was okay. I guess if I had to pick a worse of the two of those, I'll give it... The others were all just meh and eh. And so were all these ones, except for that opener with Raven Black when they were just god-awful. So if anything... That Static X show, but that doesn't... It's not a thing against Static X. It's literally just because of that opener in Raven Black. I mean, Black. Raven Black was a very rough opener. That was not not enjoyable. Thank um, God they were only an opener. I don't know. There's a couple shows that I've walked out of. Um, Eyes Set to Kill, I walked out of. On them, or...? Yeah, on them. Oh, well. Yeah. I walked out... I mean, to be fair... I got Escape the Fate tickets for free, but that show fucking blew. <laughs> God. 
Um, they, they were one of the worst sounding live bands I've ever heard. Um, All American Rejects was absolutely horrible when I saw them at Warp Tour. Um, the girlfriend at the time was why we were seeing them, and even even her like she was two songs in, and she was like, "We can go see someone else," and that was like the band she wanted to see the entire day, and even she thought they sucked. Um, the first time I saw He Is Legend, it was kind of just a stoned jam session, so I was really disappointed in that show. Uh, it was even to the point where the boys in Maylene and the Sons of Disaster came out and apologized. <laughs> so, uh, so that one like really sucked because like I mean you know me I love He Is Legend and this was like the first show after they were coming back from the hiatus um, and it, I was just very let down by that one and just another really bad one. Queens of the Stone Age opening for Nine Inch Nails. Again, like Nine Inch Nails, one of my all-time favorite bands, and I almost left before they came on because of how bad Queens of the Stone Age were. It, it, I swear, it was just Josh Holm up there sucking his own dick on his guitar, and it, it was horrible. Care Bear said, worst was Drowning Pool. Yeah, I'm not going to say they, they were the worst, um, and it also, for them, it's hev- it was heavily dependent on which vocalist. I saw them a couple times with Dave, I mean, granted, and I was, I was young, and these were like early shows for me, and I thought they were really good live, and then I got the album and was very disappointed in the album. Funny enough, we were actually just talking about this in the Discord earlier today. Because Al was just like, this is one of the best new metal albums. I was like, I remember when I got it, I thought it blew. Like, aside from bodies, I didn't think there was anything noteworthy on it. You said recently. So you've seen them recently. Oh, recently. Um, yeah, I don't... I think they have the vocalist from Soil. I mean, that, that's what Al was saying in, in the Discord earlier today. Um, but yeah, I saw him a couple times with Dave before he, before he passed. I thought they were really good live. But again, we're talking... Oh one, oh two, oh three. Like this is some of the first shows that I was going to. Fuck, when did he even pass? He might have passed even before then. I don't know. This is more than twenty years ago. I, I saw him, but I haven't. I have not seen them without Dave. I actually haven't even listened to them without Dave. Yeah. Care Bear said she was not impressed. All right, what is the loudest concert? Mine personally was actually when I went and saw with my wife. It was actually a Christian band. It's called Four King and Country. And we saw them at um, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. And the only reason that was loud is just because of the venue. It's because it was at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. So they have like so much more amplification there because it's a, it's a arena. So just naturally, it was that. It's, it's kind of hard to tell because if we go and saw like the hardcore show... Me and you sit right by the fucking stage, and that's such a tiny venue that those speakers are right there. I mean, the the first show, the excision show, dubstep shows are loud as fuck. Yeah. But I would have that's, to say probably the arena show. That's a hard one because I definitely used to be a front row barricade rider, and I'd be like right in front of the the speaker stacks. So a lot of my shows through my twenties were all super loud because I was right in front of the speakers. Yeah. For loudest, Cameron. 
Uh, no, she was asking. I was asking. Um, Norma Jean at Rock on the Range stands out. Um, this year, you know, I'm probably going to give it to Cyclone Nine, seeing them at uh, Dark Force Fest. Because them being that loud and like crushing my my skull that that roughly in a hotel because that festival's like in the uh, convention center of a hotel in New Jersey, so it doesn't have good acoustics. It's all mobile uh, mobile speakers and everything. Yeah, that Cyclone Nine set. Not even one of the loudest, probably one of the heaviest sets I've ever seen. Hmm. Like, they went hard as fuck. Health, same festival, health really brought it to. Assuming she's going with this and what we just did with loudest, she had Cradle of Filth or Dropout Kings. It also has Guar in there. Um... I, of the, I two, of like the two times I've seen Dropout, the first time they were definitely suffering from having um, a lot of technical difficulties with the sound, so not that one. Um, they were decently loud when I saw them at the Outpost. And Cradle. Mm. First time I saw Cradle was really good. Second, the second time I saw Cradle, they were really good, too. I, mean, I, I was just recently, but I'm still... Cradle wasn't the band I went to see. They were touring with Three Teeth, and I went to see Three Teeth. Mm-hmm. And Of Human and Three Teeth both canceled due to COVID, and they didn't tell anybody. So we're all in the venue just waiting for the show to start, and waiting for the show to start, and waiting for this fucking show to start. And still, like, the venue hasn't made an announcement. There's nothing on anybody's social media. And, like, you figure, like, okay, let's, if it's just Cradle of Filth, they're going to come on earlier. No, they still came on at the normal time slot as if all three bands played. So that was kind of annoying. But it was still a good show. Okay. Uh, best concert. Carcass with Suicide Silence, Samael. And, um, fuck. Who else was on that? There was somebody else on that. <laughs> God damn it. Adam and I both, like, I, usually I can remember, and he's the one, like, who forgets, and I'm the one forgetting now. Fucking hell. I might. Oh, I might just have to say the most recent one we went to, the Boundaries one. Dude, that Boundary show was really good. Because all, all, Four bands that played were all just Adam, phenomenal. Who all played? They all put on a hell of a fucking show. Carcass show. They I can't. all went hard as fuck. They all had that entire crowd. Crowd, quotations. The crowd can only be so many people. They had, they had Dude, honestly, for everyone engaged. For being a last minute Thursday show, that was. They did have a, a nice, decent turnout. crowd at, uh, at the Foundry. They did have a nice turnout, but um, yeah. Um, that was actually the first show I ever got shoved at. Remember, when we went to the 18 Vision show, that dude threw that backhand that yeah. almost hit me. This show, th- th- that 
little pit they had going, I was constantly getting showed. Yeah. I like that dude that was walking around offering people fries. He's like, you want some free fries, some free Cajun fries? It was like just some random dude asking free fries, and I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. And we both <laughs> got nut shot into that show, too. Yeah, it was it was not good. I got I had like my first drink and I had half it spill over my hand. It was the first time I got knocked into, and he like knocked like right into my right hand, my right shoulder, which is the one I was holding the drink. So obviously my entire arm went flopping around and spilled half my drink. And I was like, "Cool, thanks, man." I was like, "Whatever, I can't be pissed. I'm at a fucking hardcore show." So right. it is what it is. So yeah, my best is probably most is also the most recent. That that under show was that was a nice lineup. So, so I can I can remember Suicide Silence. Samael Carcass was the headliner. It was either Goat Whore or Belphegor also on that on that tour. I'm f- fucking blanking on who the f- fourth band was. I know Suicide opened. Yeah, what they, year was that? Oh god, I have no idea. You had Mitch. Yeah, it, it was, was it was it was Mitch. Okay, good. It it was Thank god. <laughs> it was Mitch and it was when Carcass came back. It was like their comeback tour. Gotcha. Okay. Um I mean, it was, it was at the fucking Peabody's, so it's been a hot minute, because Peabody's has been gone for a while. Um, yeah, but I'm, I know Suicide opened, and then Samael, and then there was another band, and then Carcass came out, and I'm blanking on who the main support was. Uh, until, like, that's probably the best national front-to-back show that I've seen. Where all, all the bands were nationally touring bands, all four put on fantastic shows. Um, Nine Inch Nails, their performances are always amazing. Rammstein's been amazing every time I've seen them. There for a while, He Is Legend was my worst show and my best show. Uh, I just love He Is Legend. So, okay, yeah, all right. Well, okay, so yeah, that was probably the best one. Uh, yeah, Th- that is the the best. Like there have been bands who have put on better performances. Yeah. Again, like Nine Inch Nails, Rammstein. The first time I saw Black Sabbath, they were absolutely incredible. There have been bands who have put on better singular performances, but that is the best from beginning to end. Everybody is a national uh, a national week touring band concert that I've seen. If only I could fucking remember who the fourth band was right now. Gotcha. Okay. So that was best. Seen the most. 18 Visions. Easily. Hands Easy. down. 18 Visions and Black Label Society are both over 50. Over 50? Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, for me, I have yet to see a band repeated. Right? Yes. I am yet to see a repeated one. So... For me, it's none. Most surprising. Concert or band? I guess just do whatever. Whichever one you... Uh, whichever one you want. Mine might actually be either the most recent or when we went to uh, Beachland Ballroom and saw The Plot in You. And you saw a Cane Hill, Silent Planet, and... Ah, who the fuck was the other one? Cane Hill, Silent Planet. Avoid. Avoid. That ended up being a really good show. I went there literally for plotting you and ended up rather enjoying the other three acts. Um, so that might be my most surprising. Most surprising? And plotting you was great. 
think the first time seeing Under Oath, they were a lot heavier than I expected them to be. Um, again, re recently, um, we came as Romans. I just saw them again very recently, and it was surprising because just they played all the heavy <laughs> shit. Like they went balls out on that on that set list, which was a pleasant surprise. This is like they're not a band that I'm a huge fan of. Right. But they had some stuff that I enjoyed, and it was nice to see them just go. You know what? Fuck it. We're not playing any of the slower, softer stuff. I'm just going balls out the entire time. Um, bad, surprising was Integrity. Um, integrity is probably like a hair's breadth away from being on the list of some of the worst shows I've seen. And, you know, being Cleveland hardcore legend, I was really looking forward to seeing them. And. It, it didn't live up to it. Same thing, like, when I finally saw Earth Crisis, they didn't live up to the name Earth Crisis, or, fuck, Madball and Agnostic Front. Like, I saw a lot, a lot of hardcore legends these past couple years, which, you know, maybe that's my fault. I waited 10, 20 years past their prime to finally see them. But, yeah, it's, they're on this hardcore pedestal, and I finally catch them, and I'm just like, oh... I should have just kept listening to the albums instead. Yeah. Next concert. Next one? I do not have one. Um, I actually might be going on the 30th to a show in Youngstown. Guy at work's brother's playing. He's trying to get me to go. Another girl at work's trying to get me to go. I don't fucking know any of the bands on it. I think it's a death metal show. No idea. I think... Kitchen Knife Massacre or something like that. Fuck, I have no idea. Um, well, the next thing that I know I'm going to uh, is January 13th. Ventana, Psycho Stick, Cyclone 9, and Crossbreed. I'm mainly going for Cyclone 9 and Crossbreed. Because Crossbreed's... Um, fuck, what was the name of that album? Album they put out in 2001, I'm blanking on. Was absolutely amazing. That's still some of the best uh, in, in industrial new metal that I've heard. So I didn't even know they were still a thing. Like I saw them on that flyer and was like, what the f that the same band? No, they can't be the same crossbreed. But that's the next thing for sure on my list. Gotcha. And then to finish it all off, wish you could have seen. Mine's Dayseeker. If you know, Dayseeker is currently my favorite band. I actually had tickets to Dayseeker, but because I was reluctant to pay attention, Bill <laughs> hit me up like days before. He's like, still going to a Dayseeker show? And I was like, fuck, I forgot. Now I'm working, man. So, had tickets to it, and because of lack of scheduling myself properly, I didn't get to go see Dayseeker. So. And I think that was like my wedding gift for you, too. <laughs> Or your birthday. Like, I got that for you for, like, for something. I'm just like, yeah. okay, like, I'll, I'll get this. This will be blah, blah, blah. Um, Couldn't go. Yeah, so, wish I could have seen Days. I mean, to be honest, I wish I could have gone to a bunch of shows. There's a bunch of bands that I really are on, like, a higher-up list that I want to go and see live. So, a lot of them. So, I guess, punishment for myself for not 
diving into the concert world earlier or plenty of times when I still lived with Chris, you would hit me up for shows and I would be like, oh, I'll see what I can do. And rather than just request off work or something like that or yeah. tell my friends I can't play games or stream or something like that, I should have just gone to some of these shows because they are fucking amazing. And I'm sure there's plenty of ones that you went to that I probably would have really liked to go to. But of like recent memory that I can remember that actually I was wanting to go to was Dayseeker, but tons of bands that I want to see. I've got a couple. Like, I mean, Pitch Shifter is my favorite band. I've never gotten to see them. I mean, they didn't come to the States all that often, and then they broke up in 03. You know, I was 16. So it's not like, you know, when they were touring in the late 90s, early 2000s, I could have, I you know, tagged along. Um, though I did see JS with Pigface, and they performed some Pitch Shifter songs. That's the closest I've ever gotten. Um, but they're definitely high up on that list, you know. Now that I finally have my passport again in a company that likes to send people over to Europe with regular frequency, the next time they announce a show, I'm going to try to finagle that into a business trip and then just hop, take a puddle jumper from Dublin over to the UK. Um... A big one is David Bowie. Like the David Bowie Nine Inch Nails tour in 94 was like a wet dream, but I was seven and didn't know who either band was, so clearly that didn't happen. But like if, if there's any one tour that I could have gone to, it's, it's that David Bowie Nine Inch Nails one. Uh, one that happened fucking five-minute walk from my house that I didn't even know about until recently when that venue closed and they were, they were auctioning off signed posters. Anal Nathrock played a five-minute walk from my house back in 2015 for 10 bucks, and I had no fucking idea. Uh, that one still irritates my soul. I, I say still like I've known about this. I've known about it for like three weeks and I, I have the signed tour poster now. Yes. My sister won it for me for repayment for taking care of her dogs for a week. There you so, go. Yeah. Pitch Shifter is like the one band that, if I get the opportunity to see them, I'm seeing it. Any tour from history that I could go back and see, Nine Inch Nails, Bowie, and then just a recent one that I, not even recent, but one, one that I just found out about that I'm mad that I missed is that Anonymous Rock. Gotcha. Alright, well, that wraps up this little bonus episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Description below will be a link tree to everything Metalhead Journeys, merch, social media platforms, uh, platforms, social media accounts, um, Discord, jump into Discord, chat with us. Love to hear what you got to say. Yeah, we'll see you in the next episode of the podcast. This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com.